interrupting the regular flow of copy room conversations with a short season to help us ease back into the thinking and doing of school. Every August on CRC, there will be a bonus season about a book I hope you'll read. In that bonus season, the podcast will include some segments of the book as well as solo episodes about the themes of that book. This August, the short season is about my book, Nothing's Missing, a year of reckoning, release, and remembering who I am. Come September, we'll be back with season four of Copy Room Conversations, dedicated to the notion of letting go of imperfection and normalizing joy. Not coincidentally, two of the main themes of Nothing's Missing. Each episode this season opens with a quote from an educator I love and respect. This episode opens with a quote from Tracy Everett, an educator, mother, and grandmother, recently transferred from San Francisco to a new home in New York. When she was working in the city, Tracy and I met through a partnership I had through Stanford University with her school. We had the opportunity to work together closely in professional learning and in instructional coaching. And then she got to join us in Hong Kong on a trip to train teachers there, which was an extraordinary opportunity. Tracy says, Nicole captures the essence of what is true for so many people. In our quest to live our lives the way we think we should, we lose sight of who we are and what is important. In her journey to move forward in a more meaningful way, we gain insight about how to rethink what is important in life. I've gained a whole new appreciation for wildflowers and so many other things that don't grow in rows. This chapter is called Feel the Fear and Walk on Through, and it opens with a quote from 17th century poet Masadi. Barns burnt down, now I can see the moon. I have to leave. If I stay, we'll be done for good. If I leave and do the work I need to do in a space that's only mine, a space untarnished by hurt, a space for the sole purpose of my healing, then and only then can I maybe find my way back home. It was the single hardest thing I've ever done telling Craig I had to leave. That is, until we had to tell our children. For a lifetime, I've carried the fear of abandoning them. The power of that fear manifested in exactly that moment. Ironically, I got through it because of Craig. Last week, I told her therapist I was going to move out, and after she took a deep breath and looked at us with great empathy, I asked her how we tell the kids. She worked with Craig and me to create a plan, and we left her office feeling what can only be described as the deepest kind of empty any two humans can feel. I was sobbing, and Craig was equally, albeit more quietly, upset. He reached for my hand and said, We're going to do this right. It's going to be okay. More sobs came. How could I be doing this to my family? Then again, how could I not? Mommy and Daddy are having a really hard time using our good words with each other, he said to our kids the following weekend. We've been going to a doctor for some help, and it still isn't working. Mommy feels like the best thing she can do is to take a break, like we asked you guys to do when you can't seem to treat each other properly. Does that make sense? Yes, but Mommy, where are you going? Tommy asked me, speaking the fearful question to which both boys were clinging. I found a place just ten minutes from here, I explained. You know how Daddy takes you to school every morning? He still will. And you know how I pick you up every afternoon? I still will. I'll pick you both up and we'll play and have dinner and bath and bedtime. 
Then, instead of going to bed in mine and daddy's room, I'll go to bed at my new sleeping place. More questions ensued, both of us answering the best and most honestly we could with a forced tone of confidence. Confident was the last thing either one of us felt, but for our children we would do whatever it took to reassure them of our love for them and for each other. We do love each other. That's why I'm doing this, right? Trying to save myself so I can join the fight to save my marriage. A few days later, Mario and I sat on my garage sale couch in my sleeping place. There, in that tiny cold apartment, with a view of the town's only parking garage, we sat in the kind of heavy silence that comes after a weighty decision. I wasn't so sure I knew what I was doing after all. What I did know, though, was for the first time in months, I could breathe. Thank you for listening to Season 3, with episodes released on Sundays and Wednesdays in August, each one dedicated to a different chapter in the book, Nothing's Missing. Come September, we'll be back with Season 4 of Copy Room Conversations, dedicated to the notion of letting go of imperfection and normalizing joy. Not coincidentally, two of the main themes of Nothing's Missing. If you're interested in purchasing a copy of Nothing's Missing, you can get it anywhere you buy your paperbacks, ebooks, and audiobooks. 15% of all net profits I earn from these books and other speaking engagements and workshops is donated to Together Rising, an organization dedicated to women and families that uses local resources and knowledge to drive decisions that serve others. Learn more at togetherrising.com. To learn more about my work, please visit NicoleLuciani.com.